Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome to uh, the Good Friday edition of the Wilmarotti Show. Good to be with you today. Joey Burgoyne filling in for, for Matt, who will be returning on, on Monday. Now, we do have a special guest on hold, but I did promise I would go uh, to uh, this call because they were holding before the break. So I want to welcome Mike from Bristol, Bristol, former home of the Bristol Red Sox. Hey, Mike. Hey, Pastor Will. How are you? Good, good. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm actually calling to kind of promote the prayer breakfast for conventions of states. Okay, go ahead real quick. We're holding it April 23rd from 9 to 11 at Wellspring Church, which is at 222 Lincoln Street in Kensington. Okay. Uh, the tickets are 20 bucks, and you can go get them at Eventbrite. Just search up prayer breakfast. And uh, I think we have 56 tickets left. Well, and again, what, what's the date and time? Uh, April twenty third, nine to eleven a.m. April twenty third, nine to eleven a.m. And this and this is um, in conjunction with the um, convention of states. Yeah, we're uh, going to be praying for the nation because same same reason you do it at nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. This place is turned upside down, and well, I, I think know, that's, uh, that's a that's a great event. I wish I could make it, but I have a I think I have a radio commitment that day. Hey, Mike, thank you so much for calling. Appreciate it. Joining us now on the hotline, someone who um, is committed to the retirement of Richard Blumenthal um, in a, in a big way, in a big way, and uh, we want to welcome back our, our good friend Themis Clardis. Themis, welcome to the show. Happy Good Friday. Happy Good Friday. Nine, now, you, when will you celebrate Easter? I was going to say, will you celebrate next week or this week? This year this year it's one week apart, so it's next so week. So it's the sometimes 24th is Greek Orthodox. Same. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes it's two or three or four weeks apart. But this year, your Easter is, is late enough that at least we had a better chance of having good weather. You know, sometimes it's a couple weeks earlier. Which, yeah, yeah. Um, it's still winter, basically, so... I like I like having nice it in later Easter, uh, later April, because at least it pretty much eliminates the chance of snow. Because you know you don't want to have snow on your Super Bowl day, right? It's not, not, not don't jinx it. Right, <laughs> right. Well, um, 
Hey, so um, I, I we've got to talk about something that has come up a number of times, and um, and I understand why. I understand why, but and and I I don't. Um, well, well, it's the whole gun thing, and and back in um, back in 2016, there was a, a a bill that was introduced, and again, this is this is partially as a response to to the shooting at Sandy Hook. Um, but you know, Connecticut already has uh, some of the strictest gun laws in the country, and this this was one that really really upset a lot of uh, Second Amendment people, having to do with banning certain types of weapons, imposing a uh, uh, ten round uh, limit on magazines, and and you were one of the Republicans that voted for it. And so a lot of people have commented to me and done so publicly on the show, privately, that, you know, they're a little concerned about where you stand on the Second Amendment and where you stand on people's rights to own guns. So I, rather than trying to explain it myself, it's better to have you explain it. So you have the floor, Ms. Themis. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, I did. I voted for that bill. I was in the House at the time. Uh, that was a very difficult time for everyone, and I know that there were there was a wide range of opinions on what, uh, what should happen, if anything, with legislation. I just need people to understand that at the time, as we have today, we had a Democrat governor and we had a Democrat-controlled House and Senate by a good amount. And they were all hell-bent on putting in as many gun restrictions as they could. And so we in the minority party had a decision to make. Do we, and I wasn't leader at the time, but our leader and, and um, leadership team decided to go into the room and negotiate because the other option was just to sit outside, mm-hmm. let the Democrats do as much damage as they could mm-hmm. uh, and just let that happen and vote. No. Now mm-hmm. there were many people who told us they pr- preferred that option. And they told us that because they said, you should just cross your arms, dig your heels in, let the Democrats vote on it. They pass it. It's going to be, <clears throat> it's going to be a lawsuit and it's not, it's going to be held unconstitutional. Now, I'm a lawyer, but I'm no constitutional expert. We have many smarter lawyers than I that we consulted with in regards to this issue, and they felt strongly it was not going to be held unconstitutional. We may not have liked it, right? but it was right. not going to be unconstitutional. So I take an oath every two years, like all the state representatives and state senators do, and we have an obligation to make a decision to do what's best for Connecticut. And we decided in that situation the Democrats were going to put so many more restrictions on gun owners, for example, taxing ammunition, uh, limiting limiting all you know quote unquote assault weapons, which would include, you know, in their definition, would have included things like hunting rifles. Sure. And so, the only people that were defending the Second Amendment in that room were us. I understand people didn't like the final result, mm-hmm. but people need to recognize very clearly that in a legislature, there's a lot of people putting up a lot of proposals. And unfortunately, we were in the minority in all three, House, Senate, and the governor's office. And they were going to do whatever they want, mm-hmm. wanted. And they were going to put much more damage on the Second Amendment and the people of the state uh, than they than the final bill did. So sadly, we had two bad options. We, we picked the best of the two. Yeah. Well, here's what people's concern is about that. And, and I, I completely understand what you're saying, and I remember it very well. When it happened, I was on the air at that time um, during those days. Um, people are, are, because you voted for it and not understanding the, the nuance, not understanding 
what else could have happened. And the, the taxing of ammunition would have been disastrous, by the way. Um, they go automatically, well, okay, Themis is anti-gun. That, that's mm -hmm. the jump. You go from you voted for a gun control bill, and that means you're anti-gun. So people need to hear from you, Themis. What's your position on gun ownership here in the United States? I am not anti-gun. I support the Second Amendment. I've had my pistol permit for almost 30 years now. You are a gun owner? <laughs> I'm not a gun owner. I have my permit. I, ha I have not gotten to the point where I bought a gun yet. Um, every but you have a permit. Cassette for almost 30 years, yes. What are you because waiting for? Sadly, let's, go up, let's go buy one. Come on. Well, more importantly, I want to go <laughs> shooting more than actually buy the gun. I mean, I actually enjoy it. Oh, you have, uh, so have, you've, went, you've fired a weapon before. Oh, many times. In fact, um, as you know, I got married a year and a half ago, and because yep. it was during COVID, we didn't really have a honeymoon. So last uh, October, we went away for five days, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to try and, and have that honeymoon. And mm -hmm. one of my husband, who is a big, you know, who is a gun owner and a big gun proponent, uh, took me to a shooting range out of state. Mm -hmm. And I got to shoot all sorts of weapons. An Uzi was my favorite. You shot an Uzi. Well, I, I, I like did. That. I, I did. do like that. <laughs> Compact, I, I like never, it. Yeah, I never shot that before, but um, okay. yeah, I mean, I actually enjoy shooting. I just wish I had more time to do it more often. So, uh, you know, for me, we have some of the most restrictive and strict gun laws in the United States of America. So, I would not support any further restrictions on gun laws in Connecticut. But what really bothers me, you know, it, the, the flip side of this is, okay, we have these gun laws. People have to abide by them. They're the law. But the state has their obligation, too, on the other side. By that, yeah. I mean two things. What? The bureaucracy to just get a gun permit in this state is out of control. Mm -hmm. I have talked to people, I'm sure you have, yeah, that in this, this day and age, it takes eight, nine, ten months, a year longer to get a gun permit. So if you have all these laws, people follow them, right? You should be able to get your gun permit as long as you, you sufficiently fulfill these requirements, right? Yeah. It shouldn't take a year to get a gun permit. So the state's failing in regards to that. You know, the other, the other issue is um, we talk about background checks a lot, and we already have a federal NIC system, right, mm -hmm. that people can it's, – it's a federal system that people, you know, that goes – does background checks and, uh, on a federal level, but it's only as good as the information put into it, right? So there's mm -hmm. been a lot of issues. I know there was a situation in Texas where law enforcement didn't put the proper information into it. So they weren't able to properly identify somebody that should have been identified. So, you know, it, it's one side is certainly there's laws that people need to follow. Mm -hmm. And in Connecticut, with, with the restriction of the laws that we have, mm -hmm. um, government has their responsibility too. Sure. We follow the laws. Government should do, should do their part. And I don't believe they're doing their part in an efficient way. It shouldn't take over a year to get a gun permit as long as you're following the rules. Well, I think I think the rule in Connecticut. I correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's supposed to be like 90 days. I think is you know I remember I got mine years ago and I I got mine in like six weeks, but um, you know of course now they're right. blaming mine, COVID and shortage. Of, they're they're blaming all kinds of, of problems with sh COVID and shortage. And I just think it, it is it is too cumbersome and it takes too long. So so but for the record, well before COVID, well, it was the yeah. same thing. Oh, was it? All, okay. right? all right, the same problems were happening. It okay. was still taking way too long. Mm -hmm. Once you you are told by government to follow the rules, right? Once you follow those rules, you should be able to get the result that you're asking for in a reasonable amount of time. I'm not saying mm -hmm. two days, 
right? right? But a reasonable right. amount of time right. for of processing. It's not right. happening. Okay. So, so for the record, if, if, if you're in, in Washington, when you're in Washington, and you are confronted or you, you, a, a bill comes across your desk that would impose additional restrictions of gun freedom in the United States, as a, as a United States senator, and you have to make a decision on that bill, what can you tell the, the potential voters if you're here in Connecticut? What are you going to do? Well, I wouldn't support anything, remember. So that's a federal, that would be a federal law, which means it would be applying to every state in the country. Right. And I think it's very, it's very dangerous and very difficult to make a national law because on certain issues because every state's different, right? Connecticut's different from New York, different from Montana, that's different from Wyoming. So I would always lean towards the state's decision to make their own laws. That would be mm-hmm. the first thing I would, I would lean towards. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, because I believe states, states have the best ability to make those decisions for themselves. I mean, we just talked about background checks. Obviously, I support them, but I support them in, in, the, in the form that we have them. And Again, with the NIC system, you have mm-hmm. to make it as good as it's only as good as the people who are putting the information in, and they sure. have their responsibility to put that information into. Mm-hmm. So that would, so I would not support anything that would make Connecticut laws more restrictive if I were down there. But I would be very, um, very seriously consider whatever came up for a national law because states, I believe, are the best people to make the decisions for themselves. Okay, so you, you actually have a gun permit. You could carry if you chose to. You do not own a gun, but you have <laughs> shot, you have fired weapons a number of times. You, you're, Many you're, times. Okay. And, and your favorite is the Uzi, the Israeli <laughs> compact version. <laughs> exactly. I myself have fired many weapons also. I, I kind of like the AK-47, but that's, that's not here. That's obviously out of state because you can't have those. Here. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Um, Ukraine. So we uh, we see that the Ukrainians, God bless them, have have sank a Russian missile cruiser, guided missile cruiser, and uh, we do have an announcement. There's a bulletin out about that, by the way, and I just wanted to share that with you because you may not have seen this yet. I believe it's hot off the press. This is a public. It was a public service announcement from the Russian Coast Guard. It said recent reports of Russian Navy's loss of flagship Moskva sinking are untrue the russian navy has converted the cruiser into a new type of submarine and it has con- it has commenced its first underwater trials on the black sea that's um that's a little bit of levity there for for war um <laughs> i'm i'm amazed at the ukrainians resistance to what is is clearly you know they're outnumbered they're outgunned and they are they are doing some damage uh, are are we doing enough, and should we do more? I mean, I, I think it's great. Yesterday, we said we're going to send a high-level official over there and meet with President Zelensky in, in, in Kiev. Big deal. I mean, I, I'd rather get more guns, right? So do you think we're doing enough, I guess, to help Ukraine? Well, I'm, I'm at least happy to see the president seems to be stepping up his game on defending Ukraine, but I'm not 100% sure of that because what I, what I don't understand uh, is that Let's just use the sanctions on oil and gas, right? The fact that we're, we're stopping buying from Russia, right? Yeah. Do you realize? So he made a big deal about that a couple of weeks ago. And right. we all we're still buying because it from that's, what, that's what we all agree. Right. Not until the end of June it doesn't right, stop. Right, right. What's it the purpose nothing. of that? I don't know. Why don't you just do it now? 
it's like words and actions, right? We can say things, but it's it's what we're doing that really matters. So that his words are one thing, and the words sound mm-hmm. like they're strong, but then his actions don't match the words. So I have really serious concerns from that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Putin's been stealing from Russian working people for decades, right? He's the biggest oligarch of all. You know, mm-hmm. he's he holds everything over these people's heads, and um. I don't know why we haven't seized his $700 million yacht that's sitting off the coast of Italy. Like, why haven't we done that? I I didn't know it was there. I I haven't been on it recently, so I didn't know where they kept it. I thought you were on it last week, Pastor Will. I thought you were No, no, no. I only go on on Ukrainian yachts. I don't go. (laughs) But, you know, so we're seeing seeing inconsistent messages from the president and, therefore, Senator Blumenthal and all the Democrats. That, that line up behind Biden, right? Yeah. And so I, I don't understand it. We talked, to, I think, I don't remember if you and I talked about secondary sanctions. I think we touched um, on it, but we didn't, we didn't have a, 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 yeah, I think we touched on it a couple weeks ago. You know, and so I, there's a lot of things that should be, that can be done that are not being done. You know, if, For if instance, the U.S. Treasury just blocked mm-hmm. A, a $600 million, I believe, Russian payment on its, on its sovereign debt, mm-hmm. right? So you forbid use of any Russian-owned dollars mm-hmm. held at U.S. banks. Mm-hmm. Just that in itself would be a good step, like a really strong step forward. Because it, it starts Russia on the, on the road to default on their debt. And, 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 and the reason we're not doing that, it, I mean, have they talked about it? For, I mean, is there some stated reason why we're resistant to... That sounds like a pretty major thing. Why wouldn't we do it? Have you heard anybody ask the president why we're not stopping buying oil and gas from Russia till the end of June? Nobody asks the question. No. I mean, we still have to go after Russia's energy sector, mm-hmm. you know, where they're still exporting one-third more. So Russia is still exporting one-third more energy mm-hmm. than they were a year ago today, which is oh my gosh. financing Putin's war machine. So, I mean, this is the problem. You know, we hear these nice words, and then everybody walks away from the TV, right, and goes back to their lives because well, we're all busy and we have we have lives. And then, and then the president, we're, most people don't know that the oil and gas is still being bought until the end of June. Why? That's a simple question, I think. No, no reporter can ask that. Well, because they're all the problem. The, a lot are, of them are in the tank. Afraid, it's a problem. People are afraid, and people like Dick Blumenthal. Did he ask it? Mm-hmm. No, because he's supportive of it. He'll just sit there and hope nobody notices. Well, I mean, the very the fact that the, the ruble, us. the very fact that the ruble is making such a remarkable comeback is proof <laughs> that the sanctions aren't working. It has rallied over 40 percent in recent weeks, which tells us one thing. I mean, do you remember in the first couple of weeks, mm. it was almost zero? Yeah, it was, it was down to nothing. Right, right. Right. And now it's rallied. Now, doesn't that tell you? I mean, if our dollar was rallying here, mm-hmm. everybody would be excited. Right. Because that would mean... The economy is moving in a positive way. But their ruble, 40%, that means they're not hurting. He is not going to stop. Putin is not going to stop until he's hurting. Well, I like sinking sinking the the guided missile cruiser. I think that's a good Mm -hmm. step. You know, I think think more sinking more Russian ships will help. Uh, I, I, I'm glad that we're putting more weapons in, but I, I, I do think there's more. Again, I, they, they keep asking for these MiG fighters from Poland, 
And supposedly mm-hmm. it's Biden who's blocking it because Poland's asking us to replenish those with, you know, older F-15, right. F-14 Tomcats. And, and we're not doing that. And, and I, I've read several times that it's Biden himself that is blocking that move. And so, I don't understand that either. I, I don't know I mean, why. People we, are, why off, we, we, are offering the, these planes that that the Ukraine army is used to using. So there, there'll be no. There, no you know, lag no, time in training. No just start up time and just press the button right and go. And go. Right. Well, I'm listen, um, our, our time is unbelievably diminished here. We, we need to talk. Um, if you'll come on again, we'll need to talk about the economy because inflation all time soaring out of control. You know, gas prices have stabilized. It's still $2 a gallon more than it was a year and a half ago. Um, you know, groceries, forget it. Food cost. I mean, just everything is through the roof. And now they're saying this is going to continue through next year. So, um, you know, we need, to, we need to talk about that next time. Um, thank you so much. If I don't talk to you before, uh, uh, happy Easter to the, uh, my, my Eastern Orthodox friends. And uh, we'll thank be celebrating you. madly at New Life Church on Sunday. So <laughs> we'll be thinking about you. And uh, have well, a great uh, have a great weekend, and go go uh, go clip off some rounds with a Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. Have a good day. You too. All right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the names for the uh, Amen Choir this morning. Up to good good volume for a good Friday. I was expecting like nobody because so many people were off today sleeping or whatever. Uh, and then more of your calls eight six zero five two two nine eight four two right here Friday Good Friday edition Wilmarotti Show WTIC. News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Again, welcome back. Welcome back. 1037. Happy Passover to our Jewish friends. Of course, Good Friday today we've talked about earlier. Easter. Going to have massive services at New Life Church. We have great service. Very, very, a little bit more subdued service tonight at New Life Church, seven o'clock. Uh, wonderful music. Uh, I'll, I'll be speaking, and I, I think it will be a very encouraging Good Friday message. And then Easter, uh, totally different services, different message, different music. We have Easter egg hunts for the kids. We got the Easter Bunny coming for selfies and. Uh, photo uh, opportunities so it's going to be a great weekend good friday services tonight at seven o'clock easter services 8 30 10 15 also you know, virtual services at the same time 8 30 10 15 facebook uh youtube it's new life church ct and for more information go to our website newlifechurchct.com i'd love to see you tonight see you sunday It'd be wonderful and uh, church is going to look beautiful. It always looks beautiful. So it's going to be very nice, very nice. We're excited about it. All right. Uh, I said I'd give a, a shout-out to the Amen Choir. Here you go. Jeffrey S., Cheryl F., Michelle F., Bobby W., Bill K. That's Bobby um, with an E, Bobby. Uh, w., Bill K., Janine H., uh, Homer, <laughs> Ray Z., David D., Andrea L., Dean L., Kevin S., Julie H., Carol J., Lonnie Moe. Elaine P, Orlando T, Andy Lynn F, Jean S, Karen S, Joanne H, Aaron B, Mark P, Pat A, Deborah S, Carol L, the mysterious WBD, Rudy, Florida, Tom B, James T, Stephen C, Sal C, Donna T, Monica M, Monica's new, I think, Nancy B, Linda O from Florida, 
Sharik, Rob K, Veronica, Joy F, Casey S, Mary L, Pete H, Val H, Phyllis L, and Jill G. Thank you one and all for your amens today. And again, another very balanced uh, gender showing between uh, male and female, which we like here on the Womrati Show. Uh, 860-522-9842 are the numbers. Give us a call. We'd love to talk with you today. We'll be set up for last call of the day. Last caller of the day as we approach the 11 o'clock hour. Let's go to Southington and Susan. Susan, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. What's on your mind? (laughs) Well, I just listened to, you know, to Themis uh, speaking about her gun control bills. And, you know, she was the deputy leader at the time. She claimed she wasn't a leader. Um, She's voted for pretty much every gun control bill that's that's been out there. Um, so, well, I've only known one, and the one that she voted for in 2016. I don't think there anything ever, ever of any substance came up that she ever voted for besides that. So I'm not well, sure where well, you're getting well, that information not this from. Year, but she voted to take firearms away uh, before having a hearing in front of a judge based, back, based on the ex parte application for a temporary restraining order. Um, She's voted. Well, that's for not against. Band, she's not against guns band. in that, though, Susan. She's against violent husbands. Right? So she, her she boyfriend. She voted for magazine bans. She voted that was for the a ban on the most commonly owned rifles. All right, Susan. I let's mean, not belabor this. Um, listen, she said she's not uh, against gun ownership. She is in favor of it. She does not support. Well, that's what she's not saying. But, to, she, but she also said actions speak louder than words. So, well, which is you know totally what? True. If you want to beat Richard Blumenthal, you got to back a candidate that can win. That's it. Yeah, we have, we've got a couple great candidates. Uh, we've got Laura some excellent candidates, but they're not they're not going to beat Richard. I'm sorry. It, well, I'm sure they will. Well, There's we'll many see. People behind we'll them. see. My only my only goal in this is to retire Richard Blumenthal, and I and I think if that happens, then mission accomplished. Yeah. Well, she she also she also claims that she'll vote her district or a blue district, and she's done that in the past. And you know that that's not what we need uh, at the federal level. We need people who will stand up for conservative values. Well. We'll we'll see how it plays out, but I appreciate your call and thanks for uh, sharing your thoughts. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. You know, and I'm not. I, I, you know, it's not like I'm endorsing. I haven't endorsed any candidate, but I I'm very pragmat, pragmat. I'm very much a pragmatist on this issue. I want to retire Richard Blumenthal, and we've got some excellent candidates out there. Peter Lamage, excellent candidate. Lenore Levy, excellent candidate. And we have the the other person called in the other day, Robert Hyde. But but who can beat Richard? That's the question. And apparently people at the national level think that's Themis because they're putting some horsepower behind it. So um, I, I just I just want to see Richard be retired. That's it. That's that's my goal. And uh, and and I believe that uh, that Themis is the candidate to do that. That's all. That's that's what it comes down to. Do I agree with everything? Of course not. When I have I'm going to tell you that if, if she'll come on again, another thing we're talking about is abortion. Don't agree with her on abortion. I want to talk about that. Find out what, where she's thinking. But um, um, you're never going to get a perfect candidate. You're never going to find a candidate that agrees with everything. And if you want to, if you want to lose, then then you focus on those things that you think that are absolutely uh, non-negotiable, and then you vote for that person. And then you're happy that you had your candidate in the election, but you're sad because they lost. Uh, let's go Windsor and Ron. Ron, go ahead. Hi. Um, I, I listened to some of his comments, and one of the positions, I, I'm up here in Windsor, Connecticut. We're close to the mass border. Yes. Um, there, 
we should see a national gun rule at the very least on uh if you're licensed in Connecticut you should be able to go to Massachusetts and a lot of my friends go uh to rifle ranges and to contests mm-hmm. Well, they should be allowed to do that on, at the very least, border states. Uh, well, I'm, I, I absolutely. I think there should be reciprocity in all fifty states. I think yeah, if I have a gun, a, a gun permit in Connecticut, I ought to be legal and safe to be able to take the gun to New York or anywhere else I want to take it to. And I um, don't disagree with that. Yeah, but I think at the very least, it should be reciprocity for at least border states, because a lot of times people will go shooting on a, a state next, you know, next to them, and that should be uh, allowed. Sure, and I, I think agree. that's reasonable. If we believe in this whole idea of national gun registration stuff, then you have to be able to do reciprocity. Well, it just yeah. it doesn't seem fair, does it? I mean, you're in a no. database, and 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 anybody has access to it, at least federal people do. And so, why shouldn't you be able to take your gun to another state if you're if you're safe and legal in Connecticut? If the, if the the state has deemed you competent to have a gun permit in Connecticut, why should that not be recognized in other states? I don't, I don't see why. I've often, on the same, I've often we are absolutely on the same page. I wish, I wish uh, Themis was uh, the same way, but unfortunately she's not from what I can gather. Well, we're working on it. We're working. Yep. Thank <laughs> so, you very much. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate your call. 860-522-9842. Listen, I mean, I, mean I, am not, I am not at all unclear about my position on guns. I think the Second Amendment was in- established by the Founding Fathers to be able to have a well-armed citizenry in the case of a corrupt government trying to take over the country. That's, I believe that. Or, or invasion of a foreign government. I believe that about the Second Amendment. So I, I think people should be able to have guns. I think they should be able to own guns. I think they should have as many guns as they want. I don't think there should be restriction. I don't think ammunition should be taxed. I don't believe, and I think, yes, if I'm able to carry my gun in Connecticut, I should be recognized by any other state. Those are my views. Do I have to vote for somebody that agrees exactly the way I think? No, I don't. Particularly if there's a greater, what I, what I perceive a greater cause. Let us go to South Windsor. And Bruce, Bruce, welcome to the show. Hey, Pastor Will, good morning. A uh, couple points I want to make, but first, I have to apologize to you. I called a couple weeks ago, and I'm used to calling into the Tom Shattuck show or Todd Feinberg, and I think I called you Tom, so I want to apologize. <laughs> You know what? Uh, you did, and I didn't. I didn't. I didn't correct you at all. That's, that's I heard you laugh, and I thought about that. Oh God, you get nervous on the call. So listen, that's like you, I I'm love Tom. A, Tom's good I'm man. Pro, I, yep, I, but I want to. I want to set the groundwork for where I'm coming from. So obviously, yep. I'm biased on one side, but I'm pro two A. I have permits. I can I have a Connecticut, a Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, yeah. Utah, and Florida. So I agree with reciprocity too. We should have that. To your last caller's point, though, and, and what you guys said. The laws differ in every state versus like standard ground. So rest process. That's true. Person has to know the laws. That's true. Well, give me a quiz. I'll take a test. Oh yeah, no, exactly. I'll study. I'll take a test. Give me my reciprocity, my national reciprocity license. I'll take a test. Sure. A couple quick points I want to make. The train shooting the other day in Brooklyn, terrible, horrific, great laws in in New York, but no one shot back. You know why? Because they can't have a gun. Gun laws. (laughs) I said the same thing. I said to my wife, if they let people carry guns, the guy would have got taken out. It's just just, just that simple. No, no. The guy wouldn't even attempt it because he knows they're easy targets. He knows knows people will shoot back at him. Right. That wouldn't have happened in Texas. Right. (laughs) Um, Second point, um, (laughs) the the, uh, hackers. I remember a while back they hacked some oil place down south and shut the gas lines off and all that. Hackers are very bad people. They do very bad things. 
So I'm yes. going to promote on your show today that we ban all computers. <laughs> Isn't that the stupid logic? Well, that's the that's the that's the the logical progression of the argument, right? You have exactly. to say that. But computers, no like everything else we know, are amoral, and that's yep. no one says that because it's absurd. It's just an argument to attack gun holders. There are not yeah. all get bad gun holders. Well, just, here's the deal. Years I've never shot anyone. There's just people that don't like guns. I mean, you're not going to change right. their mind about it. It's an emotional argument, and in some cases, just an ideological uh, 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 ideological argument. You're not going to. You can't win an emotional argument. You know. So that's why, thank God, we have a constitution, and thank that's God, right. our right to have guns is protected by the constitution. So one last one last way to comment, go. if I may. Yeah, go ahead. So yesterday on Fox Business News, I, I didn't call it. Dave Rubin was out. He's been interviewed, and he yeah. quoted. He coined a new phrase, and he took mm. credit for it. He said it's time, with, with Elon Musk taking over Twitter mm. and, and promoting First Amendment around the globe, it's, it's time to start the post-woke world. We have oh. to move forward. I like it. Yep. I like That's it. I, I'm, I say yes on that one, Bruce. I agree. <laughs> the I post-woke world. Hey, thanks yep. uh, Thanks for the call. Happy Easter. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come back. We're going to set up for the uh, Between Round Bagel, last call of the day. Stay with us. All right, welcome back. 10.52. Boy, I tell you, this time flies by together. It really does. Um, thank you for uh, those of you called in. Thanks, Joey. Great job today. Thank you, Femis Claritus. Uh, we'll set up now for the uh, Between Rounds Bagel last caller of the day. Last caller of the week here on, on uh, Good Friday. Let's go to uh, Wallingford and Pam. Pam, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will, and happy Easter. Happy Easter. Um, you know, I just wanted to make a correction, um, and that was, unfortunately, with Themis, you had mentioned she had national support, and it's actually Leora Levy who has the national support, not Themis. Um, so I just wanted to make sure I always... Well, I've, I've ta- I, I have had conversations with people and uh, at the national level, and really, I think you're going to see a big shift at some point. Because yeah, what I'm hearing and what people are telling me is they have confidence that Themis, because of name recognition, has a much better shot at beating Richard Blumenthal. Yeah, so that's not what I'm hearing. Um, it's not what's showing up when I look at both their Facebook pages and I look at national endorsements. Um, Leora Levy has the national endorsements. The other thing is that Leora is supporting reciprocity for mm-hmm. guns. No, but she's a great candidate. Not. Don't get me wrong. I think Peter's a great candidate. Yeah. I, I think, well, the primary, you know what? The primary will straighten it out. You will it, find you out know, who the candidate yeah. is at the primary. Exactly. So it's we'll sure see well. when, it, when it happens. Yeah. But I just wanted to make that correction to make sure that people were aware of that point nationally. Well, and I don't think there's, there's not been an endorsement nationally. Um, if you go on her Facebook, she has multiple national U.S. senators who have endorsed her. I'm saying the party, the RNC, has not endorsed anybody yet. Nobody yet. Yeah, but, so, you know, Leora and that's Levy what the primary is for, and that's, we'll see it. I don't know if you've heard of the RNC center that opened up in New Britain as well, because Leora, as our national committee woman, was mm-hmm. the person responsible for getting yeah. the RNC yeah. to start agreeing to come into the cities. Yeah. No, well, and I she's a great candidate. I'm not. I'm, I, I can't say anything negative about any of our candidates. I think they're all good. Um, yeah. I just I want the one that can beat Richard. That's all. Right. I mean, I think Leora can, but I agree with you. We'll go through the primary and then we'll back 
We'll back, we'll back whoever the candidate is, and and I will. Right. I'll bet whoever the Republican candidate is, I will back wholeheartedly without without reservation. Thank you. Yep. Thank Have you a good day. Okay, uh, last caller of the day. Let's see. Watertown and George. George, you are the Dwayne Round Bagel last caller of the day. Good morning, Pastor Will. Long time listener, first time caller. Well, thank you so much. Wish you and your uh, listeners a happy Easter and a happy Passover to our Jewish friends. Yes, thank you. Uh, one comment about uh, uh, the war in Ukraine, Slava Ukraina, the glory be to Ukraine and to its heroes. Um, our President uh, Biden is holding up uh, certain weapons, maybe because of his... Uh, close ties with some of these uh, behind-the-scenes Russian oligarchs. Mm-hmm. We don't know. The truth will win out eventually. Mm-hmm. We, we pray for peace as many people throughout the world have done, including Pope Francis, who has just consecrated Russia and Ukraine to the Blessed Heart of Mary. Uh, as was predicted in Fatima over a hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. So through prayer, um, I think this uh, will come to a a good conclusion because eventually evil will be destroyed. Well, that's what we're praying for. I mean, we know eventually evil will be destroyed. I mean, that will take place at some point down the road here. But we want to we want to spare the innocent people from being killed now. So Absolutely. I want to see God intervene and confound the plans of the Russian military. That's, the goal. That's my goal. The message, I think the message is getting very clear to the people in Russia that their government is destroying Christian people. You are right. George, I'm going to I'm going to have to put you on hold. Joey's going to get your information so we can mail your certificate. And Joey, let's get uh, let's get Leora uh, Levy on the show if we could, please, if we can work on that next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.